So this is an episode I'm actually marking explicit, even though I don't know that I'm going to get into too many graphic details with this. It is talking about a subject matter that maybe you don't want to have your little children listen to. And mainly it's something that comes up a lot if you're dating, might come up in a relationship, romantic context, that kind of thing. What are we talking about, you may be wondering. We're talking about down their hair. Yes, down their hair. So recently I was dealing with this guy who had chased me for years and years and years. I call him the model flake and you've probably heard me talk a little bit about him in previous episodes. Well, finally the whole anticipation of will they, won't they finally happened. And this was shortly after Thanksgiving. I'd been back in town. I was just hanging out one Sunday and he's like, oh, I want to see you. Can you come over? So I thought, okay, I've got a court appearance tomorrow. I just need to make sure that I get there on time. But okay, mapped it out. It's not super, super early in the morning. So it's a possibility. I figured, okay, why not? Let's be spontaneous. So got the kitty cats fed, worked on stuff I was doing and figured, okay, this guy even offered to get a car to pick me up so I wouldn't have to travel all the way to the south part of Brooklyn. It's like, okay, we'll do that then. So I get over there and it's like, okay, hi, how are you? And I've been very concerned, or at least I was concerned about him because he was telling me about his troubles. And his troubles were definitely worse than my troubles even right now. And basically I've been dealing with a few things, one of which is having somebody not even pay me proper wages. Yes, wage theft can happen when you're in a professional field too, but apparently New York State doesn't give a damn about that. However, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. And let's just say that I am pursuing action on that and we are going to get that handled as best we can. So I go over and see the model flake. Finally, the deed happens, okay? And if, you, if I have to tell you what the deed is, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this episode right now because you've got tender and innocent ears. But anyhow, there's been a topic that comes up a lot in dating and people have a whole attitude and opinion about hair down there. Let me explain something about natural redheads and hair down there. If a girl tells you she's a natural redhead, that means she has red hair. And not just red hair on her head, she's got red hair everywhere. We also really hate it when guys ask that question of, do you have hair, red hair down there? Because guess what? If you're somebody who gets to see it, we will decide if you're going to see it. If we don't want you to see it or you're not somebody we're interested in, yeah, you're not going to find the answer to that. And oftentimes people who ask that kind of question of redheads will do it in a normal setting. They'll do it in public in front of a bunch of people. And it's like, yeah, we're not interested in revealing that stuff right there. Okay. What do you want us to do? Take off our pants? You want us to go perform a strip show? No. And it's like, if you're trying to use that as a subtle way to pick us up, we're not impressed. So anyhow, we finally get busy, me and the model flake. And he tells me about how good I am and how he's got feelings for me and all this stuff. And I figure, okay, that's nice. Maybe we're going to build on something. Maybe he'll be able to get his crap together in his life and he can get gainful employment and he can do the things that he would like to do and work on himself, which I pretty much said he needed to do that if he wanted to take, get me to take him seriously and have a real relationship with me. So imagine my shock when I guess it was the next day or maybe it was a day or two later or something. I'm in touch with him saying to him, you know, hi, how are you? Here's what's going on in my day, that kind of thing. And he says to me, oh, well, I found that hair a turn off. 
And I thought, you know what I find a turn off? I find a guy who's obsessed with my looks a turn off rather than acknowledging my brain. I find a guy who's doing start and stop and not having endurance. That is a turn off, okay? I find not being concerned with what you want to do in life and kind of having this indecision and getting in conflict with me, I find that annoying. I also find it annoying when somebody makes plans with you and then they ditch you, as this guy had done many, many times over the years, flaking out. That's why he earned the name Model Flake. I don't find that a turn on. So, anyhow, he says this to me and I'm like, okay, things that could have been brought to my attention before you decided to do anything with me. Or better yet, things you could have brought to my attention in person. Or things you could have asked me about in the years prior saying, oh, well, I have feelings towards you. Oh, I could fall in love with you. It's like that's one of those 101, 101 questions that you figure somebody would ask about sometime, right? So I got news flash for you, and I even said it to him. I've said it to many, many times over the years to guys. Basically, if you're dealing with a natural redhead, but you have demands that somebody looks like a 10-year-old girl down there, you don't need to date natural redheads. And here's the reason why. First off, natural redheads have very sensitive skin. Now, the skin down there is already sensitive anyway if you're a woman, but it is much, much, much more sensitive if you're a natural redhead. We are generally the people that go out in the sun and we burn as soon as you look at us. Our skin bruises as soon as you look at it funny. We scratch our arms, scratch our back. We'll get red streaks that look very awkward and disgusting. We cross our legs, we get little red patches. That's happened to me a lot in the summer. I'll have like this weird red spot on my knee. And it's like, okay, how the hell did I get that? Apparently it was just crossing my legs and it was a regular day, you know, and didn't have fabric on. Or, you know, you scratch your face, you've got like an irritation, like a zit or something, or it's just an itchy spot. Next thing you know, big red patch. And people ask, oh, did somebody beat you? Are you okay? And mostly it's just, you slept on your leg funny and there you go, you have a bruise. So essentially you go outside, you look at somebody cross-eyed who's a natural redhead and they're gonna burn. Now I know some people are gonna be like, oh no, I tan, I'm a natural redhead. Oh no, I don't have sensitivities down there. Well, let me tell you something. This rant is not for you. You're called one of those people that could blend in with the normies and you need to shut the hell up. We don't need your standard becoming our standard as natural redheads, so yeah. You need to clear out from the conversation, and we don't want to hear that noise, okay? I'm talking about typical natural redheads. I'm talking about the people who generally have that mutation and burn like a motherfucker, okay? So this ain't for you if you tan, okay? Shut the hell up. So anyhow, getting back to that, we have massively sensitive skin. So you can imagine if we have massively sensitive skin everywhere else, thinking arms, legs, back, what have you, imagine what it's like in the bikini area right? So when I have done fashion shows or had to be in a swimsuit somewhere and I felt self-conscious about it, I've done trimming. Funny thing is my own family was like, oh, you need to trim down there. Oh, you need to cut there. And it's like, okay, you're not going to get solid bald spots. The best you're going to get there is you might be able to do shaving. You could possibly do trimming. But I tried putting depilatory cream on there one time and I personally love that product for using legs. Doing underarms, it makes life so much easier. You don't have to worry about where you hit on the razor if you got all the hair or not. And I tend to be the type of person that if I'm going to do something, I do it right or I don't even bother. So I've had so many times where I was shaving my legs and then next thing you know, there's like some little hairy part that you missed. 
And it's much easier to not have that problem if you've put on a bunch of cream and you've waited for 10 minutes and then you rinse it out. Much, much simpler. Unfortunately, I've not had skin sensitivity where it broke out on my legs. I haven't really had it break out on underarms. So it's like, yay, we don't have that problem. But you know what happened when I tried putting it in the bikini area? Little red bumps. Skin sensitivity breaks out. Painful little red bumps. In fact, I try to do too much shaving down there and I get painful little red bumps. So it's essential that I've had hydrocortisone cream to put it on there to kind of mitigate that. But sometimes that doesn't work. I tried waxing down there. You know what happens when you wax super sensitive skin? And especially when you're not an expert waxer and even if you are, it's called painful little red bumps or blood. And I've had blood happen to me and maybe part of it is I'm not doing the yanking right. Or maybe I didn't get it hot enough, but I remember that when my sister was getting married and I was at this, I think it was at the nail place and they asked me about doing eyebrow waxing. And I was like, okay, we'll try it out. So I got my eyebrows waxed and I had pain for days. And it led to little red bumps as well. So fortunately I had gotten this done in a long enough time between the wedding and getting it happening. So fortunately little red bumps went away, that stuff healed up, but it's like, no, eyebrow waxing is not for me. So I have a feeling if that happened with my eyebrows, probably not a good idea to do it in the bikini area either. Now my ex-husband wasn't too big on hair either, but I think the rule if you're picky about hair as a man addressing that to a woman, it's like number one, you better be prepared to get rid of your hair yourself because we're not too happy about going through a forest to have to get to your parts either, okay? Let's just be real on that. That's number one. Now, so number one, you better be ready to do your hair. And number two, I've given my ex-husband and I gave another guy who was dating the option of, you know what, you don't like it down there, you can shave it. I will lay out, you can trim that, you can groom it to your heart's desire. But bear in mind that you can't wax down there, you cannot do depilatory, and if I break out in little red bumps, it's not going to be happening for you more than likely because I'm going to be in too much pain. So you better plan that stuff accordingly. So I did that quite a bit with my ex-husband, and then the last boyfriend I had did that with him because I figured we were at a point of we trusted each other enough, we kind of had enough intimacy to where we could do that. But you know what? This guy, the model flake, didn't even listen to me about stuff like that. Didn't even take me up on that or say anything to me right in the moment. He decides to do it after. And after lying to me and saying to me, oh, I can develop feelings for you. Oh, I think I love you. It's like, yeah, you're bullshitting me. And I know you're bullshitting me. Do you really expect me to take any other guy telling me that seriously in those circumstances? Really? And he's like, oh, I haven't done it with anybody in a while. And it's like, yeah. First off, you're dealing with all this lifestyle shit and part of this is due to your own fecklessness and you're going to be picky about me? Really? You're going to go get in my face about hair down there while you're not even employed and you're basically working in your 40s in a non-professional job that most people hold when they might be in their 20s? You're going to do that? You're not going and getting an education. You're not doing a lot of this stuff. You're obsessed with people's looks instead of their intelligence and thinking about that. And you're going to obsess about hair down there. Really? It's like, no, buddy. Mm -mm. So I told this guy the next time he contacted me, I was contacting the police. In fact, I pretty much told him, leave me alone. Never speak to me again. I blocked him for the upteenth time. And I swear to God, if this guy ever contacts me again, I'm going straight to the police. I have his image. I have his name, his address. 
all that good stuff. And I will make it very clear of I'm going to go to the cops. So maybe he will take me seriously this time and not bother me anymore. But who knows? I don't think that's something you can really say, oh, I'm sorry, I told you that. Because he said, oh, I can't help it. It's a turnoff for me. Well, I think it's a turnoff to lie to me. I think it's a turnoff to feed me bullshit, you know? I think it's a turnoff to not have a professional job, to not really put in ambition and not really have that go-getting spirit and continuing to live in New York. I think that's a turnoff. But you know what? I felt like bunk that, as my mother would say, screw it. There's got to be better out there. And it doesn't matter whether you used to be a model and you look like somebody who is a model now. There's still skeletons in your closet too. And this is something that if you are a less attractive woman and you happen to be catching this episode, you got to know this. That what somebody looks like has absolutely nothing to do with their character. It has nothing to do with how they construct their life, how they see the world, whether they are a prospect for you. Because somebody could be absolutely gorgeous in the looks department, but they could be completely unhygienic. They could be a complete idiot. They could be a complete slob at their house. They could be unemployed. They could have all kinds of major, major stuff going on. They could have a dysfunctional family. They could be a mama's boy. There's all kinds of things that can happen. They could even be some poly guy who essentially wants to make himself into a public toilet, if you will. So that doesn't mean you're necessarily getting good stuff, okay? So don't mourn it too hard. Don't get too sad about it of, oh, this attractive guy is not interested in me. Oh, what about any other attractive guy? Let me tell you something. Some of those people have problems too, just as much as any of the ugly or the average guys, okay? And I got a newsflash for you. How many red-haired centerfolds have you seen in Playboy? How many nude spreads have you seen of natural redheads? How many redheads have you seen in porno movies? Honestly, I really haven't seen that. And I think part of the reason is the fact that natural redheads have extremely sensitive skin. So if the look has been that we want everybody to be completely bald down there, well, it's not really going to happen if you're a natural redhead. Because you're either going to have little red bumps that you're not going to be able to hide, and nobody's going to want to have sex in that time, and it's going to be a little difficult to do airbrushing and retouching and all that to get rid of hair, or you're just going to have the hair and nobody's going to like it. So the question is, what do you do? Do you create a separate fetish magazine? Do you create a separate genre? I mean, I'm sure there is some separate genre of porn somewhere. I have no idea, but I haven't seen that magazine. I haven't heard about it, but I kind of feel like with Hugh Hefner being dead, I'm pretty sure I like to think St. Peter, somebody was like, why didn't you put any redheads in your magazine, Hefner? What the hell? Are you a bigot towards natural redheads? In fact, I was watching this documentary yesterday. Yeah, I think it was talking about the Victoria's Secret models and recruiting for angels. And apparently the guy in charge of that was like, oh, freckles are considered a horrible thing. Well, gee, natural redheads tend to have freckles. A few of them may not, but many of them do, okay? And many of us have hair down there. And guess what? Sensitive skin. So some guys, it's been interesting that some guys I've met who are ardent, oh, I don't like hair down there types, actually have said to me, well, for natural, you know, I'm making an exception for you. Some people appreciate the natural red hair. So if you're the kind of guy who you're like, oh, I don't want hair down there, but you appreciate the natural red hair, this really isn't the comment for you. But if you're the type who absolutely doesn't care if the person's a natural redhead or what the situation is, you're the effing idiot. So my tip for you, don't waste your time with natural redheads, okay? You are pissing everybody off. You're just wasting our time. 
And frankly, like this situation, this guy should have said something to me ahead of time. Should have asked me about that. Because we could have just shut down that conversation, wouldn't have wasted my time, wouldn't have been this anticipation of, oh, how will it be to have sex? Is there chemistry? Well, you know what? You found plenty of chemistry kissing me. You found plenty of chemistry touching me, doing all that stuff. But, oh, now all of a sudden hair. And it's like, oh, my God. He didn't seem like he was just soldiering through on this either. But, you know, I'll probably never find the answer to whether this guy was just faking it until he made it or something. But, yeah like don't waste my time it's like one of these no-go things don't even come at me with that so if you are an idiot who has that attitude it's like either rethink your priorities or don't waste your time with the natural redheads thank you and this has been a nice little public service announcement